Welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about playing around in the trading sandbox of ideas and how a lot of work is all worth it when you get that one thing that works. This is my four-month period of kind of sandbox work in the market where I get to play around with different ideas. Something I was looking into this weekend, probably continue it today, is looking for RSI breakouts. <laughs> I know you guys are like, Akil, you've got all these random ideas. This, this, is, this is how I operate. If you guys have ever, you should see me in, our, in, our, in any business meeting, right? I am the machine gun brainstormer. Right, I am the one that is is I'm sitting next to a pile of poo, and I'm throwing it against the wall. I'm throwing all of it against the wall. The poo is my ideas, right? I'm throwing all of my poo ideas against the wall, and one of them, and hoping that one of them sticks. So I do the same thing with strategy development, where I have all these ideas from different things I see, and I'm like, ooh, this, ooh, that, ooh, that, and I look into it, and like 99.9% of the time it doesn't work, and then that 0.1% of the time is like, huh, and then it gets at it, and then you go back onto the journey. I was looking at an RSI breakout strategy where, because um, it, it had, you know, what had me thinking was this, right? So I was, I was thinking about the um, the IG sentiment I shared with you guys earlier. And remember how we talked about like a contrarian view, like when retail longs are long and, you know, then the market's going short. And, you know, I started thinking more into it and, and just, you know, kind of laughing and chuckling at the idea that the, the market is basically it's it's good to be a contrarian. I spent the first, I don't know how many years of trading trying to fit into what everyone else was doing. And then when I started having an opposite approach um, and, and really accepting my opposite approach, that's when I started becoming good, right? When I started trading, you know, for example, patterns was like that for a very long time where it's like, oh, you're trading these stupid little triangle things, like you're an idiot. And, I, and when I finally started saying like, I'm not an idiot, this is how I trade, leave me alone. And they started working and I started realizing that, man, like I don't have to be in agreement with everyone else that most people out here on the Internet are wrong. So if I'm doing something the opposite, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, and then again, seeing reports like that kind of confirmed that. And I got me thinking because I, I got another question on Twitter about indicators I use. And I said, the only really the only real indicator I use is the RSI. I use an ATR, but I don't really count the ATR as an indicator. I guess it technically is, but it doesn't. I use it as um, it's just a number for me. Like I don't actually use use it for anything aside from the number. Um, so the RSI is the only indicator I, I use. You guys know I'm really big on understanding the RSI because if you're going to use something, you might as well understand it. And I was thinking about this contrarian view. And let me ask you guys this, right? How do most people use the RSI? You take ran 100 random traders from the internet, how will most of them use the RSI? What do, what do they think? Overbought, oversold, right? A lot of them people think it's a reversal indicator, right? It's a reversal indicator. I'm going to buy when it gets oversold. Yeah, I'm gonna buy when it gets oversold. I'm gonna sell when it gets overbought, right? Now, if we know that, who else knows that? 
That's that's one thing to think about, right? If we know that, who else knows that? If, if, if we think about thinking like an institutional trader, thinking like smart money, we're not trying to be smart money. We're just trying to have an idea of what smart money is doing. If there's an indicator out there and we know that when this indicator says a certain thing that people are going to take a certain action and our job is to take the opposite action, well, what do you think is going to happen? It's a very key indicator, I think, in just assuming what the general public retail traders are going to do. Um, so that's one thing. Another thing is the RSI is a strength indicator, right? So if you go overbought, oversold, it just means there's a lot of strength in the market. Now, there is the theory that, you know, what goes up must come down, right? After there's a lot of strength eventually, and especially the way that it's it's calculated, eventually we have to kind of breathe just like any any trend so i'm not saying that looking i'm not saying that using the rsi and looking for overbought and oversold um, areas are a bad thing we do that all the time in our counter trend setups but we're not simply buying it and selling it every time it goes overbought and oversold we are looking at the chart first we're using this secondary so anyway I was, that's all the stuff that was going through my mind i was thinking about that and i was thinking about a breakout strategy um that traded the RSI as an well adjusted levels, but basically as it would go over certain levels of overbought, oversold. It's not necessarily the 80, which is what I use. It's an extreme. I think traditionally it's the 70, I believe. The default to 70-30. You can correct me if I'm wrong. I use 80-20 because I look for those extreme levels. But going back to what we talked about in the past about those RSI zones, right? That 66.6 and that 33 point or 66.7, excuse me, and that 33.3. And looking for areas for when price action breaks one of those levels. Let's just take the 66. I think I moved it down to 60 in my testing um, just because I wasn't getting the results I wanted. Um, but let's just say let's just take the 60 looking at areas, tradable areas for when we break the 60. Until we get to the 80. And looking at how that would work out. And obviously, this is a cherry picked area you're looking at right now. The, the results are really, really good during the beginning months um and then as markets changed right those low volatility years destroyed things because there's a lot of chop um but it was, a, it was a cool little idea so in this scenario right here we would have went over the 60 right here you can see that we didn't get to the 80 and i think i just did next candle market but we didn't get to the 80 no i, I trail i trailed below the previous candle so i would have been stopped out right here on this one for a loss or break even basically but anyway the 80 would have been the hard exit where once we get to the 80, no matter what, exit at, at the market close, no matter what. But it's, it's anyway, these are the ideas. These, these are the, the, the sandbox you, you play with as a trader. And there's nothing, you know, you guys that have done the back testing. This is these things sound weird. You sound like the crazy man or crazy woman until you find something that actually works. And it, it takes a lot of digging, guys, like. If, if you go into trading and you're going to strategy development and you think you're going to hit it on your first try, you, you are nuts. You are crazy. You can ask any of our veterans here at Tier 1 Trading. You are crazy, right? It's going to take a lot of digging, a lot of tweaking, a lot of adjusting. Um, and you can't let that, that quote unquote, if you want to call it failure, I call it learning opportunities. Um, you can't let that get you down. You can't let it get you down because all you need is one. All you need is one thing to work. All you need is one thing to work and you've got a money print, right? You've got a printing press, one thing to work. 
And that one thing is worth it. Um, I saw a quote this morning, Michael B. Jordan, I'm going to butcher it, but he said like, uh, I think he said like six, six, it's funny how six months of dedication can bring you like five years of success. Something he was talking about, like, I think the transformation he made to his body um, before he did like the Rocky role where he got physically fit and then started getting all like the Black Panther roles and stuff like that. He was like, basically, I trained hard and, and sacrificed for, for six months. And, you know, I've been getting good roles for five years because of how I changed and stuff like that. And trading is no different, right? You you sacrifice a year of investigation, um, you find something that works and it gives you five, ten years of payoff, right? I mean, it's well, well worth it, in my opinion. So interesting stuff. Again, I love the summer because things slow down a little bit for me and I have a chance just to play with these ideas. Like this is the stuff I'd be doing all the time if I weren't wasting time training you guys. Huh. Huh. <laughs> just kidding right you guys give me some great ideas i i wouldn't investigate half the stuff if, if it weren't for the conversation that we had with uh with you guys so i am grateful for that <laughs> but just like hey now hey now stop that uh so yeah so i use i use a seven period rsi so i, I use a seven period 80 20 for my extremes default i believe is 14 um 70 30 and again, with always with indicators, you gotta play around with it. Play around with it so it shows you what you wanna see. hope you enjoyed the podcast and remember if you want some more free education all you have to do is head over to our website www.tier1trading.com i recommend hitting that button that says give me free training and checking out the series called the truth about forex trading trust me it is a must watch you will not regret it